Right, we're recording. All right, it's Gunnar Siasen. We're back after a little bit of time off with Breathe In, as always, joined by my lovely co-host, Tiffany. Tiffany, how are you? It's been forever. I know. I feel like we're strangers right now. I'm doing good. A lot has changed, actually. So, I mean, we're busy, but we're back to it. Yes, we are. I want to apologize to the listeners. I actually went through midterms over the past two weeks. So that's why we didn't get to the podcast, <laughs> um, if you can forgive us. Uh, but we'll get back to it. Um, you can expect moving forward that if uh, I go through a period of exams or something like that, we may not hit the podcast every week, but we're going to try to be as consistent as possible moving forward here. Um, I have fall break coming up, so we're going to be able to record a bunch ahead of time meaning you'll get the podcast consistently again um but it's a little bit of an unpredictable schedule at this point um so we just want to give you kind of like c it's like cf it's unpredictable except this time i'm doing it i'm actually doing it to myself now uh that's that's the only difference um but we're back um and it's actually officially fall it was summer last time we did podcast and um Tiff and I both did something very important this week. We both got our flu shots. Uh, That's where we're going to start off. So actually, um, this is earlier than I usually get my flu shot. I usually wait till like Columbus weekend or about that to get my flu shot. Um, But this this year I did it early because I'm a student. uh, And, you know, being a student definitely uh, creates some uh, escalated risk. Just being a yes. confined area with a lot of people uh, yeah. over and over. Um, I also have masks with me in class should I like need it and stuff like that. But I did decide to get my flu shot earlier also because uh, according to the CDC, there are signs mm-hmm. the season could be pretty severe and that it could okay. hit even a little earlier based on where it hit the southern hemisphere. Um, so okay. a friend of mine with CF actually sent that to me. And, oh. of course, like rightfully terrified me. And that's why I ended up getting oh, my flu shot a lot earlier. Yeah, I, I've been seeing people around here getting sick, uh-huh. so I got really scared, and I saw that my flu clinic at Kaiser was doing them already. I was uh-huh. like, okay, I need to go get it done, and exciting news, Tiffany started a job. Yes, so, very exciting. Like, so that kind of made me a little bit more... Uh, needing to go get the flu shot too because i know that in work environments since i'm not working from home i actually am commuting to an office job that i'm going to be around a lot of people Mm -hmm. and a lot of people just don't (laughs) like they don't know if they have symptoms yet you know i mean who knows so i'm touching a lot of things and i needed to make sure that i get the flu shot i have hand sanitizer at my desk (laughs) i mean the good thing is that everybody knows that I have CF, I had a transplant, which is great uh-huh. because then they're, they know that if they are sick, to not come near me or stay home, which my job allows people, if they are contagious or anything, to they need so. to stay home. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, which is great. <clears throat> Actually, one of the things that I noticed um, here at school compared to when I went to you know, when I was an undergrad it's more it's it like it's very normal for uh, students to wear masks if they're symptomatic. In oh. undergrad, that was like never a thing. I don't ever remember seeing yeah. other students wearing like surgical masks or anything when they were sick. Yeah. But here, I've already seen quite a few. Um, oh, that's whether, great. Whether that's just a sign of the times, I have no idea. Um, yeah. You know, not, not everyone knows that I have CF, or they do know that I have CF. They don't quite know what it is yet, just by virtue of only having been here for a month and a half. Um, yeah. It's also you know the student bodies. You know, I can only 
touch so many people at once. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, th- I think, uh, but people are pretty uh, aware of, uh, of being sick. And I think also like, you know, now like in graduate school, everyone's, you know, close to 30, you know, not like, you know, just, you know, idiot 18 year old running around. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's like pretty much the biggest difference. Um, and yeah. people are like, you know, definitely more responsible as their, you know, their age gets, you know, they get more advanced in their age. Um, mm-hmm. but I want to talk to you about your job, Tiffany. So you're yeah. commuting, uh, that's, that's gotta be a new change. Uh, how has that yes. affected your routine? So, it reminds me of going to school again. It really does <laughs> because the commute's pretty much the same except the opposite direction. But, I mean, it's a lot. I have to wake up early now. I can't sleep in like I used to. <laughs> it would welcome to the I work was, world. <laughs> I was very uh, into sleeping in and, like, you know, getting up, just gracefully getting up and being like, oh, it's the morning. Yay. Uh-huh. You know? Now it's like. It is 5.30 in the morning. Why am I awake? Oh, wait. I have a responsibility now. I need to go to my job. But I'm really excited about it because I've never had that. Uh And it's such Uh a new uh, thing. And I'm just really excited about it. So my routine's a little different. I have to remember to take my pills when I'm at work. And when I'm at work, I'm doing so many things at one time that the time just goes pretty fast. Uh that I sometimes am like, oh, it's already 9.30. I'm supposed to take my pills at 9. Or, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I need to take my pills. So it's actually funny. My friends that are in my team, they're like, have you taken your pills yet? Because <laughs> they know now that sometimes I get so wor- like into my work that I need a reminder sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they all like help me put a reminder on my computer so it'll pop up. Uh-huh. And then... um. You know, my insulin, I have to make sure that I'm taking that because I'll, I'll eat a snack and then just go back to work. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't take the insulin. And then I have to check my blood sugars and stuff. So I'm kind of trying to get acclimated to that, uh-huh. um, having doing stuff, multitasking in a way, um, kind of like before with breathing treatments and doing schoolwork and doing all that. I had to multitask. So uh-huh. I'm trying to get back to that um mindset to do multiple things at once and um it's been an adjustment for sure i'm a lot more tired now um but i feel <laughs> great so it's not like it's uh running me down or anything um cuz if it did my like my my even my boss was like you tell us when you need help or you need a break or something um which is great so i mean it's just an adjustment. It's like I'm adulting now, and I'm actually like <laughs> being like doing stuff. I'm sure, like I'm sure it's very. Stuff. I'm sure it's very satisfying. You know, I think. Oh, I think what you're experiencing is what a lot of people with CFR are going to experience very shortly when these new drugs finally, uh, you know, hit the market. You're not going to. It yeah. all works out for everyone but um i think what you're experiencing right now is certainly what a lot of people with cfr are going to experience soon you know i think a lot of people mm-hmm. um you know with advanced disease are you know are for the most part very sick and then you yeah. know when they when the drugs come out when these new you know the new triple combo uh, hopefully gets their the fda approval a lot of people are going to be in the same situation as you are you know being able to work yeah. and uh you know getting they back getting back to their lives uh, and it's, it's, you know yeah. it's it's, it's cer- great Yo, yeah. I mean, based on, based on the way you're talking about it, that's what it certainly sounds like. I remember when I uh, graduated from BC, one of my first jobs was actually uh, I worked for a medical nutrition company, and I had a 
like a pretty significant commute in the morning. I had I was living in New York and I had to commute to Jersey, which was well, horrendous. Yeah, um, I'm sure. And it was like the kind of thing where like if I wasn't out the door before 6 a.m., I wasn't going to get to work on time. So, and yeah. was, I mean, it was like a two and a half hour commute in the morning. Wow. Um, Exhausting. And, and I mean, what I did was like I like I did my treatments in the car, like there and back, yeah. just so I could you know save myself some time. And like it was a it was a I loved what I did because it was it was a little bit of like a consulting project where I was brought in to you know do something for them. But um, mm-hmm. I uh, I looked at it as like a, a major growth experience, but also like something that like taught me how to like reprioritize my day. Uh, as far as CF is concerned because when you you know you're in college you're a college student like you know you love to sleep kind of like you were just talking about you you love to sleep in you're like a 20 year old degenerate like drinking beers with your friends and stuff like that and then all of a sudden like the real world hits you and that like it hit me (laughs) when I was 22 and I was like you know going to work early in the morning like you know commuting hours it was it was it was was definitely like a a life lesson moment Uh, especially in New York our um, like just like the work life balance was is tough for uh, early twenties, you know, for twenty something. So, um, I, uh, I I I got a lot out of it, but you know, it sounds like a lot like what you're going through now is like trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to like manage a lot of your day and uh, also yeah. trying to get the most out of your day as well. Um, and it's 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 fun to hear you uh, talk about that because knowing where you were, you know, just two or three years ago, it's like sort of seems yeah. like a little bit of a miracle. It it really is. I always say that a lot of people say I have to go to a job but I'm like I get to I get to go work and I get to do these things now and I love it and I love what I'm doing and I mean it's just I can be independent now Mm -hmm. I get my independence back I get to make a living for myself Mm -hmm. and I feel a lot of satisfaction from that and I'm just very, uh, very excited uh-huh. to uh-huh. see it all. You know, it's just a new chapter in life that I was waiting for. I've always wanted to be able to go work, and I've always wanted to be able to eventually, like, move out and do all these things, and now it's I can see it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, a lot of people with CF or really any chronic condition face the struggle of whether or not to disclose their CF or, you know, any medical yeah. condition they have. You know, obviously, it sounds like you have done that. Um, mm-hmm. Is that something that you like set out from the beginning to like you knew you were going to do as soon as you accepted the job job offer? Oh yeah, um, I know how important it is to go to doctor's appointments, and <laughs> knowing that <laughs> my doctor's appointments are all day, like a CF clinic. Um, if I have to go to CF clinic, it's all day. If I have to go to transplant clinic, it's definitely all day. And I needed to tell them, like, sometimes I might need to be at home working from home because of the fact that I, I can't, I feel sick or, but I'm able to work, but I just can't do that commute or, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think that having them know that I have these little things in my life, like my pills in the morning or, my insulin or when they get food for the office, they have to give me special food because I can't have certain items. Mm. Um, it's, it's important to have that because then I'm not, um, feeling like, Oh, I can't go eat that or I can't go do this or, you know, I, that's how I, that's how I am. I know a lot of people don't like to disclose it at first and I, uh, you know, it's fine. 
it's just not me. I'm more of like, I need to tell everybody because uh-huh. that's, it's part mm-hmm. of my life. I can't hide it. And I've never really been able to hide it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's just how I am. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of benefits to disclosing. I talked a little bit at the job that I uh, worked right at college. Um, mm-hmm. In that case, I was actually brought up because I had CF. I had like experience in what they were actually trying to do. Um, oh, okay. So it actually it kind of worked out for the best there. Um, but even here at school, like I found that like being up front of my professors and stuff like that. I was chatting with one of my professors after class, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of these past few days, and like, he was telling me about like how he grew up with someone like a friend of his who had CF. Um, oh wow! And unfortunately, you know, it just wasn't. It did you know it didn't work out great. But um, it was you know it was a long time ago and. Uh, you know, for him to like, you know, I think open up about CF was like something beneficial for him, but also it was, you know, worthwhile for me to hear. It also humanized, you know, the professor that I have, um, which was pretty cool. And, you know, I think that um, there, there is a lot of value in, in disclosing uh, because people can learn a lot about you and about CF and what it means to work with somebody yeah. who's disabled as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just like two weeks ago, I actually blogged about this, was like I hit a limit. Like I in college, I remember that, <clears throat> when I was like just totally gassed or exhausted or you know, I always tried to push through it and it un- unfortunately like, you know, did me in. But now this time yeah. around, I've kind of learned from that mistake. Um, yeah. And like, I always felt like in college that when I ever, you know, used the American Disabilities Act or used some of the accommodations that were given to me, I sort of felt like a failure. Like I was just trying to get by. But now right. this time around, I'm like, you know what, if I'm, if my body's telling me something, I have to listen. And that's, sure. that, that's a, that was a very valuable life lesson for me. And I actually did that a few weeks ago. Like I woke up Good. early in the morning before class one day and I was like, wow, this is like, I, I am on the verge of a bad CF day. And you know, granted yeah. one bad CF day out of, you know, the three months that I've been here is not so bad, but, um, yeah. you know, I think that like I immediately recognized it. I like, I had no hesitancy whatsoever just to send out some emails to my professors be like, I don't know if I'm going to make it today. You know, I yeah. said, I got to really, you know, focus on me for, for a few hours before I get over to talk. And, uh, and I'm, I was met with like open arms. So I think there is a hesitancy to like, you know, to ask for that help, that line, not to mm-hmm. abuse it, but you know, to make sure that you're using uh, the accommodations oh, given yeah. to you for, for productive reasons. And I felt yeah. like that was uh, a very uh, helpful uh, experiential learning moment for me, given that I'm like mm-hmm. completely outside the realm of anything that I had been in for the past five or six years. And it sounds like you're doing the yeah. same thing too. Yeah. A lot – it was funny you say like people are learning about it that mm-hmm. didn't even know about it. A lot of my team, they didn't even know what CF was. Mm. And now they're like, oh, I'm going to learn a lot right now. And they kept asking me questions mm-hmm. and wanting to know everything. And it was great because ma- majority of the people didn't know what CF was. Mm-hmm. And me explaining to them, they're like, wow, you went through all that and you're here. You're doing what we're doing. And, you know, it's just like, I guess, inspirational to them. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> we, uh-huh. it's just funny. Um, but you know, just seeing that I'm here doing things and living my life after going through such a really rough time. And it's just great for them to see. And then they want to go learn more about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think that's really an awesome thing to do is just being able to spread more awareness. Uh-huh. I mean, we do it to people that are listening um, and then I tell them about the podcast, of course. So hopefully we have new <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> but just for them to like want to go learn about it is amazing. Uh huh. Totally. Um, 
You no, know, it is great, and I, I, you know, I think we could we could talk about this all day. Um, oh, yeah. But we, we need to re- we need to return to the the fall <laughs> theme podcast. Um, yeah. Do you have any exciting plans this fall? I know we're we're about to peak foliage season here in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't live in New England, peak foliage season is like it's I guess it's like a touristy thing. Um, <laughs> all, all the trees turn like bright orange and stuff like that. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. We have gotten some really cold weather. I know most of the U.S. is like baked in you know heat wave after heat wave. Um, we mm-hmm. are we, we we have been approaching the frost point here already okay. in, uh, in the end of September. So um, right. it is definitely uh, getting cold here, and we're we're about <clears throat> to the point where we are about to hit uh, peak foliage um, and the snow and the, our first snow is definitely not too far off. Um, okay. But do you have any exciting plans this fall? Um, this fall. So my best friend's last sister, she's not biological sister, <laughs> but um, she's getting married in a few, couple weeks. Oh, cool. So I'm excited about that. It'll still be 80 <laughs> degrees here. Don't worry. Um, so I won't freeze. Um, then I have uh, the fundraiser for Coda for Tiffany R, which is going to be great. Cassidy Pope is playing, and she's one of my favorite um, artists. So I'm excited about that. And then for the rest of the year, I think I don't have anything. Oh, I'm going camping next weekend, too, so that'll be cool. exciting. Um, I always love to go camping now because I never used to be able to do it, so... It's kind of cool to be able to unplug, like literally, um, and not be able, you know, not have to have a outlet to do treatments and stuff. It's always an like an awesome feeling. Um, And then I think that's all. Just like the oh, my third long anniversary will be coming up too. Oh yeah, that is coming up pretty soon. It's that is coming up really soon. Yes, I know. It feels like it's flying by. I was thinking about it. It's a lot of threes this year because I turned 30, and then it's my third long anniversary. It's a lot of threes. A lot of threes going on. So I got I to know, like, camping. I'm not a camping person whatsoever. Like, even yeah. if I didn't have CF, like, I don't think I would be a camping person. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely like my indoors. I mean, I say that after, like, I literally live in the middle of the woods right now. So it's right. kind of funny right. how to say that. But, uh, so camping, what is, like, your favorite activity to do while uh, you know, in the great yeah. outdoors. So when we go, we go to New Brighton Beach, which is um, kind of by <laughs> Capitola, Santa Cruz area. Uh-huh. It's very beautiful. Um, it gets pretty cold, actually. So that's the only problem that I have with it. Um, <laughs> you should be <laughs> a tent or like more... a camper. Oh, we do a tent. Oh, you're it's like oh, you're like you're out there. You're like you're in it's the great outdoors. Camping. It's Except we have blow-up mattresses because I do not do the ground. Oh, okay. You're not you could you. not pay me to sleep on the ground. I'm sorry. I just – I don't <laughs> do that. Um, but we go hiking um, in, like, the Redwood areas, uh-huh. which is fun. Um, and I just like going to the beach, honestly. I like to go walk around the beach. We do Frisbee and just, you know, go – Look at the beautiful beach. I think that's the f- most fun. Um, of course, doing s'mores and stuff, uh-huh. the traditional camping stuff. But that's usually what I like to do since I can go walk and I can go do things and I breathe. And then, <laughs> of course, the salty air is very lovely. Uh-huh. So that's something that I really enjoy. And just being with – I go with Jeff's family. So just being able to go be with them and just um, have some family time. It's fun. 
That's one thing I miss from being up here is the salt air. Like I, yeah, I it's sure. one of those things like you don't know how good you have it until it's gone. Um, mm-hmm. And like I, for the most part, I've always I've like lived near the uh, you know near the coastline from either living in Long Island or you know living in Boston. It's all kind of right there on the coastline. So uh, yeah. that is one thing I definitely do miss um from being uh from 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 living here now um has it changed like how you like your breathing or anything do you think well i mean there's also there's there's significantly less pollution up here so i mean it's i mean it's you know it's definitely super fresh air here um in fact like to uh paint a picture of how much of like in the woods we are there was (laughs) there was there were two bears that like walked up to the uh, business school uh within the last week and we had to get like a we got like a like a notification like oh there's bears outside like try to stay inside if you can. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what kind of bears are out there? Uh, they're black bears. So like they're not like the kind of bears okay. that would like they're not aggressive. They're not like the grizzly bears. No, 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 no. They're not aggressive. <laughs> they're not aggressive whatsoever. Like in fact, they're probably like more scary humans. But like if you come across okay. a mama bear, like you kind of have to stay away because oh, they're like don't sure. protect the cubs, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah we that was one of the like the craziest texts I think I got. I was like, oh my gosh, just, so like, what are they? What do they do? They just let them. They just let them. Yeah, I mean, they just, they, they, they just they, yeah, they just like they just leave. Like they okay. like like we. So, for those of you who don't know, I guess Hanover is it's it's basically I don't want to say it's like in the mountains, but it kind of is. Like, like the Appalachian Trail runs through Hanover, um, mm-hmm. so it's pretty rural. Um, and there, like when you go hiking, you have to like you know carry a little bell or whatever, so you can make some noise so the bears stay away. Um, okay. And. Uh, Occasionally, they, they do come down to the school. Like, every once in a while, there'll be someone okay. like, this bear stay inside. Oh, <laughs> and, like, I didn't really believe it was actually going to happen until, you know, there, <laughs> there it was. The, the bear was in the yeah. um, Oh, my You didn't like, see it, though, right? I did not. Well, I, I was told to stay inside. So I stayed inside oh. When, oh. When, 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 I, when I got the text, um, right. which, which is pretty funny. Uh, I mean, there's definitely yeah. a little bit of, like, it's definitely been a little bit of a learning curve in that uh, – in that respect, um, because um, just because it's like it's it's very like uh, outdoorsy and like woodsy, um, so yeah, it's been cool though. Uh, but yeah, and it, long story short, I'm not a camping person. Yeah, <laughs> at, no, I. Well, at least you're in a nice house in Hanover, <laughs> and there's no bears coming in. Yeah, none that's whatsoever. a good thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've gone like totally off the rails here. Um, it's fine. Yeah, bringing it back. Now, are you, yeah. I guess because um, you are now working, um, is there, yeah. are there like any, um, like how has that changed? Like how much like, you know, rest you're getting, you know, what kind mm-hmm. of, uh, what your day sort of looks like? Are you sort yeah. of like more aware of that now? Oh, yes, definitely. Um I go to work really early. Um, I well, I get up pretty early, way earlier than usual, so like 5:45, and then I leave because there's so much traffic. Bay Area sucks. Well, how long traffic. is how long is your commute? Um, usually like an hour and 15. Mm-hmm. It depends. Sometimes it's like an hour. It just it fluctuates through that, and then I get there, go to work. And then I come home, and it's I leave at like five five thirty, and that's commute traffic time. Yep, so it takes me out. another hour. Sometimes, like the other day, it took me almost two, uh, it took me two hours Ugh. to get home. So I got home around seven, and all I want to do is eat and go to bed. Do my pills, go to bed. That's uh-huh. like 
how I that's how it is now. And I'm I just think about it. I was like, this is so different. Yeah, welcome to the working like, world. That all that yeah, all those feel. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't have like I want to go to the gym too. So I was trying to think of like what time I can go to the gym and you know go to Orange Theory. There is one down the down the street from my work, uh-huh. but the times are like a really different. So. On the way home, there's like about four different ones. So I look at theirs. So I've been going to like one. Oh, that's every pretty funny. So often. That's pretty yeah. Funny. Yeah. So I just go to different ones and then head home and hoping there's no more traffic so that I can get home and just go eat a quick snack or my dinner or whatever I'm at and then go to bed. So it's a lot different. I'm trying to like, like you said, prioritize and like, trying to figure out, like, when am I going to do this, this, and this now? Uh, so you know? I'm crediting Breathe In Podcast with the the CF interest in Orange Theory because I keep seeing yeah. more and more people with CF going to Orange Theory. Uh, oh, so many. We actually, we actually have a fundraiser coming up in Orange Theory uh, in yeah. about two or three weeks in New York City. Um, unfortunately, it's not open to people with CF because I'm going to be there. <laughs> but if yeah. you are well, tell not, me about it. Like, someone not living with CF, you can go. Um, so I, I kind of mentioned it before. How I, I have a buddy who is a uh, coach at one of the Orange Theories in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And um, he found out that I was doing it, that I loved it. So he was like, we'll do a fundraiser for you. Like, it'd be, it'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're running it through Team Boomer. We we have our marathon team Um that uh, our New York City Marathon team at the beginning of November. So we're basically opening up mostly to a lot of our marathon runners as like a training session because it's going to be middle of October. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, anyone, like anyone else who is, you know, wants to come, tmoomer.org, you can see the event there. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Orange Theory. One of the things that we don't have in Hanover, as I mentioned before in the podcast, we don't have Orange Theory here. So I've like been missing that, yeah. uh, which has really kind of sucked. Uh, but, I, you know, I've need to get on that. I know. Yeah. I mean, well, if I want to go to Orange Theory, I have to drive an hour to Concord. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's been uh, it's definitely been something that I'm missing. I'm sort of looking to- forward to doing it over fall break when I'm home for about a week. That's when the fundraiser is during yeah. my fall break. Um, so it's going to be fun. Although I did uh, I did make the hockey team here, so that's where I'm really getting most of my uh, my exercise in is is playing hockey again, uh, which has been which is we actually have our first game tonight, so that's going to be pretty fun. I'm so excited for you. That's going to be so fun. It's pretty good. We had our, uh, we had our like, so at Tuck, the hockey is like a pretty big part of the culture here. Uh, it's like seventy percent of the student body plays like in the intramural league. Even people who who've never played hockey before, so it's like a pretty funny thing. Uh, and then there's the, <laughs> there's the club teams that we that I play on. Uh, and we had our our draft party last night, which is like a school wide roast of all the all the people who play hockey. So I of course got on stage in front of the entire student body and got roasted, which was not the best thing in the world. But it was funny. It was like it was a classic first year thing. Um, yeah. So I, I survived it. Um, the joke was really more about my dad than me. So I kind of got off oh. the hook. Uh, but it was it was definitely oh, okay. it was definitely embarrassing. I had to like do a dance in front of the entire school, um, oh <laughs> which was gosh. which was not the greatest thing. I think it's I think one of my friends did get it on film. Uh, I'm hoping the film never makes it public. But if it does, it'll I'll, I'll make sure I send it to you. It will not be going on the uh, Breathe In podcast Instagram page. I can promise <laughs> you, listeners, that. Um, it was not not one of my my finest moments. I, like it was, oh I will say that I did, I did have some liquid courage beforehand, so I think it went better okay. than I than I would have had I not uh, right. had a couple beers before getting on stage. But um, yeah. it was definitely uh, a little embarrassing to say the least. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but oh, I, but I paid my days. I'm looking forward to not having to do it again. 
That's good. How many people do, are usually like? How many teams are there? If it's like, oh, so yeah, so there's so for uh, I guess for perspective, like the intramural league, there's, there's probably ten different teams. Uh, okay. Like Darcy's playing, so partners are allowed to play too. So Darcy's oh, on one fun. of the on the, one of the intramural teams, and then there's club teams. Like we play against other NBAs, and then uh, like other NBAs in the Northeast, like Harvard, Wharton, Yale. Um, yeah. and then, uh, there is, then we also play like in a local, like Hanover men's league. So tonight we're just playing like in our local Hanover league, Okay. um, which will be pretty fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's been like hockey is just important to me. So, uh, of it's course. also where I get my exercise in. Like, I think it's, it's yeah. way more fun to do that than go to the gym and just kind of like yeah. lift weights alongside the undergrads. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's kind of And it's work. such a good workout for you. Oh no, it is. It definitely is. <laughs> I cough a lot. So, um, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty helpful, and I, I definitely need it, especially after last night. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not my finest moment, uh, but I'm uh, but but I'm pretty excited to uh, to get back into it. Um, yeah, that's great. So that's all the time we have for today, but we can't leave without the recommendation segment. Um, so we are going to go into recommendations. Tiffany, do you have one, or do you want me to start? Um, start because I have to look up what it name is you have to look up what the name of the recommendation is so yeah, my it's good again all right so my recommendation is um it's actually it's, been, it's super dry up here so my i've been noticing that my voice has kind of like been coming or going um uh-huh. so i actually have started drinking hot tea with honey most sure. nights before bed um, and if you would have told me that would have been like a staple of my day before coming here, I would have laughed at you. Uh, but uh-huh. no, here I am drinking hot tea and honey. And I think that it actually is protecting my voice in a yeah. very big way. So I, I've noticed that uh, the dry air combined with um, one of the inhaled antibiotics that I do every other month mm-hmm. is sort of like doing a number on my voice. Um, it definitely okay. feels a little bit weaker than normal. And I'm mm-hmm. like trying to avoid the CF voice thing at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, uh, I've been starting to do tea with honey. And actually, like, it's also pretty like de- good decompression thing to do. Um, yeah. So Darcy loves it. That's, that's how I got turned on to it. Darcy loves drinking okay. tea at night or really at any point during the day. I'm yeah. sure he had a glass already tea. today. Um, and it's a new thing for me. So I am going to recommend for those of you who maybe struggle with your CF voice or even like, even after do your treatments, you know, your throat may hurt a little bit or just may feel a little raw from, from the inhalation powder, like tea and honey. That's my recommendation for the week. Nice. Okay. I love tea. So I always, when I was in the hospital, one of my, um, nurses, she would always bring me tea at night. Mm. Oh, cool. It was just like our thing. Mm. It was, Yeah. So I love me some tea. So I love sweets, even though I have <laughs> diabetes now. Um, <laughs> you know, I just take insulin for it's fine. Um, but I, my sister that's getting married in a few weeks, mm-hmm. um, she turned me on to these gummy bears. And they are so good. The, um, just like, the flavors are there's 12 different flavors, okay? And they're not like regular, like, uh, the regular gummy bears. These are Albanese, can't, like, gummy bears. So uh-huh. their flavors are cherry, <clears throat> pink grapefruit. I can't have that one even just because I'm not a lot of grapefruit. I think these are fine to eat, but, you know, I just don't eat them. Uh-huh. Um, watermelon, strawberry, orange, blue raspberry, lime, grape, green apple, mango, Pineapple and lemon. They are just amazing. There you go. They're 
They're just the best ones. You can get them on Amazon. I think you can get them at Target now. So just saying, they're the best gummy bears ever. So go so try them. So my favorite gummy candy is actually the gummy lifesavers. So, oh, those are good. Yeah, so those are those are my gummy, uh, my okay. gummy treat of choice. Um, it's funny. Yes. I like. <laughs> I feel so bad whenever I walk into the house. I have like any like candy with me and Darcy. I can just like, get like a death stare from Darcy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like she won't say anything. She just give me a look. Um, right. <laughs> which which I think is which is a new thing that I've like caught on to now that I'm now that we're roommates. Um, right. What did I just hear? <laughs> so uh, that's. Um, that's it for this week. Thank yeah. you for listening. We are uh, we gonna apologize for yes. uh, the lag between a few episodes. Uh, we promise to try to get better at that as we approach our one hundredth episode. Oh that is coming God. very very soon. Um, so definitely uh, hang in there with us. Uh, and as, as promised, I, my fall break is coming up, so we'll, we'll be able to record uh, a bunch more episodes yeah. uh, in, the, in the coming weeks here. So definitely don't. Um, don't give up on us. Uh, you can always <laughs> you can listen to us on most Thursdays uh, on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and of course GunnerAssassin dot com. Yeah. Uh, our Instagram is at breathe underscore in underscore pod. It's also our email address breathe underscore in underscore pod at assassin dot org. I am Gunnar Assassin. That's Tiffany Rich, and we will see you next time. Bye.